So guys, I need to share this incredible new company I've partnered with called Blue Blocks. I personally use my Blue Blocks glasses every day while working from home, and I'm literally obsessed with them. First off, as a celebrity stylist and fashionista, I really feel that these glasses could be picked off of a shelf without even knowing all the health benefits that it actually like has, because they're that chic. And then the actual health benefits of these glasses include state-of-the-art technology, which helps block out both blue and green light, which has been scientifically proven to help with better sleep, recovery, and your optimal wellness. And for me, hello, any extra ways to help me sleep while being so pregnant, this mama needs it. I also want to recommend their Remedy Sleep Mask. You guys know I love wearing a mask at night, and I love this mask because literally it helps me fall asleep faster sometimes than Amelia Ray falls asleep. You guys should totally check out their kids selection on their website too. For my mamas, you will be so amazed by how many great frames they have and how the actual styles help your kids reduce strain on their eyes from their tablets and mobile devices, which is so important nowadays. Make sure to go to the Blue Blocks website, which is B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X. So one more time, loves, it's B-L-U-B-L-O-X. Dot com and use the code Allie Levine 15 A-L-I-L-E-V-I-N-E-15, all caps, to get 15% off your order. If you have any questions, seriously, just message me on my Instagram account. You guys know I always answer. Message me at Allie Levine Design. Ask me questions about your orders, the frames, why I love blue blocks, style choices, anything. And if you guys check out my stories too, you'll see I'm always wearing and rocking them. Like I'm literally obsessed. And I promise you, you're going to be obsessed too. And personally, I never knew I looked so good in glasses. So check out Blue Blocks and let me know what you guys think. Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. I have one of my favorite women back on my podcast. She's been on quite a few times before and you guys like loved her, had so many more questions. So I was like, doesn't matter, social distancing, we're still doing it. We're going to make this happen. I have my chiropractor, Dr. Annie back from HealthWise LA. Good morning, Dr. Annie. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good, you know, like I got to see you yesterday, so I'm yeah. I'm happy because I came home and I could actually like move my legs and my body a little bit. My hips don't necessarily feel like they're being ripped out of my body right now, so like <laughs> that's a bonus. <laughs> Always a bonus. Always, Always a bonus. A bonus. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, for the sake of uh, like you know the, this uh, episode and like where I'm at with obviously the end of this, um, I'm 36 weeks pregnant um and went to go see dr annie yesterday to get adjusted and you know just get moved around and dr annie could feel like that she's dropped so much lower again and and her foot was kicking dr annie the whole appointment and and so yeah um as she's kicking me right now doing the exact same thing um (laughs) so struggle is real definitely in the home stretch as they say um, and, uh, really feeling it, but Dr. Annie's made me feel really good about the progress we made in the sense of how much she has dropped, how she really is head down, what she's doing. So Dr. Annie, I'm going to let you kind of like speak to that and then we'll kind of go into V-backs, but I told you, I have gotten so many more messages since we did our last episode, just about, you know, more about V-backs and getting, of course, now here where we are and the home stretch and what that all looks like. So I want to let you like talk all about that. Sure. Um, so yeah, like you said, you're in the home stretch and, um, we have been seeing you on a regular basis since you became pregnant every single week. And, um, yeah, yesterday was interesting because you're every week, your belly drops a little bit more. Um, so she definitely is lower and we could even feel her position. It's not always easy to feel, um, every baby, yeah. <laughs> but she was, she was just, you know, the way she was positioned and the way she was kicking, you could really feel like her head down and, and, and the way she was laying. So that was really neat to, to feel and see. Oh, yeah. Um, and your pelt, you know, like everything that we've been working on for you, um, to make sure that you have, a a, a smooth, uh, labor and delivery, um, has been on track so far. So, you know, like your pelvis is aligned, um, your ligaments are loose, so it's not causing a bunch of restriction on one side versus the other, pulling your, you know, your belly and not giving her room to move. Um, right. She seems like she has 
a amount of room right now. Yeah. So that's all to make, you know, your delivery and birth as favorable for you as possible. And that's, that's been our goal, you know, because you did want that feedback. And for those people that haven't, you know, listened to the other podcast of feedback is, um, vaginal birth after a C-section. And Allie did have her first uh, daughter with a C-section at via C-section. So now she wants to, her goal is to be able to de- deliver naturally. And that's yeah. what we're and a very trying to accomplish. Birth. Yeah. I also, as you know, with Amelia, I mean, you know, just it's, it's so wild to me because like the more I, you know, do research and the more I, you know, learn as a second time mom and read all these different things and even different books, they talk so much about chiropractic and refer to it Mm -hmm. about how you can get your body ready and how it will help with labor. And I just think it's so interesting because yet so many moms still don't know that. And like, I'll get so Mm -hmm. many messages that are like, so how come you go to the chiropractor so much? And like, you know, why do you think that may help with your VBAC? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, there's just so much, so many studies, you know, that are about it. And besides that, now I'm like living, you know, it's Mm -hmm. seeing how much my body's like adjusted and changed and how my hips, like you said, are aligned and I can feel, you know, how she's head down. And like with Amelia, I told you, like she didn't even drop until like day or two before I went into labor and it was, and I don't think it was as, as significant of a drop as what she's doing right now. Right. Like you said she's been dropping continuously the last yeah. few weeks. Absolutely. I think, I think what happens is with people and their understanding or lack of understanding about chiropractic care is that especially during pregnancy, your body is changing on a daily basis, right? For over nine months, your body is continuously expanding and growing and you're, you're, you're growing this life inside of you. Um, and for those people that come in that are just, you know, just have postural issues or they've been in a car accident or they have pain, right? Something there's dysfunction in their body and they come in to get care from us. Um, they already, they, that's already in itself such a big thing. But you take somebody who's pregnant and constantly their bo- their body is being put through the ringer for so many months. I mean, why would you not try to, you know, get, figure it out and get that care? You know, like going in and getting checked, it's not going to hurt anything, anything that you're doing. So getting checked is like the first place to start because sometimes it's a little hard for a woman to understand like, well, how is that going to help me get a VBAC? go get checked and see there might be some stuff that you've got going on that needs to be addressed before you are ready to deliver. So it could be you have, you know, a misaligned pelvis. It could be, you've got like low back issues, um, disc herniations, maybe, you know, I don't know. There could be, there might be constraint in the uterus on that baby and it's preventing them from moving. There's so many different things. So like a, non-pregnant person comes in, we have all this stuff to work on and they see progress. Imagine what a pregnant woman's going through. So we want to, we want to help them as much as we can. Yeah. Well, I'm like, so when we first started, you know, obviously it was really early in before I had even announced Mm -hmm. my pregnancy. It was the first trimester, you know, like right Mm -hmm. away when, so when you started with me in the beginning from my first trimester to where I am now at 36 weeks in the home stretch, Mm -hmm. What have you seen like that you could share, you know, with my like audience and all the mamas that have so many questions with this whole setting yourself up for a VBAC, like that you've seen the changes within my body from where you started to where we are now. When you first, when you first came in and we evaluated you, you definitely had some areas that um, were not moving properly, um, especially in the low back area, that, that pelvis, the sacrum, um, you were unbalanced often like when you were coming in um but now despite everything um when I check you your pelvis is level you know your pelvis is level your sacrum is in the correct position so that what that does is it allows for the the baby to grow and and move normally in in the uterus um if if it wasn't in the correct position that could potentially cause strain on the ligaments it could cause torsion in the pelvic bowl in the uterus, and that could prevent the baby from moving properly, you know, um, and being in the right position. So you, from the, from where you were to where you are now, I feel like you're in a really good 
position um if any moment you were to go into labor i feel like you would be your body would be ready right my body would be ready and also i was reading too like and even other moms were asking me this they were like i've also heard it potentially can shorten your labor and make your labor less painful it can it can we can't say it, that it absolutely does for every person sure. but it does I, you know I've been telling you, like, with all of the pregnant uh, women that I have right now in the office. Yeah, you have so, um, you have so many of us. There's quite a few, like, corona babies being born. Um, but one of the moms who was also um, had a C-section with her first daughter, she delivered a couple weeks ago. And her, li- she pushed for 20 minutes. She was in labor less you know less That's than amazing. a day yeah, yeah. morning contraction started that. yeah her morning contraction started in the morning and she delivered the baby was here by 10 p.m so i mean um it does it does make a difference yeah. for sure it does make a difference. Yeah. but i know that's that's so amazing and she and she got her v-back absolutely yeah, yeah. and she was so went home the next day and yeah you know, she's with the baby and recovering so yeah i know and then you awesome. went and adjusted her and the baby I did. They called me, her husband called me and she was like, he was like, Dr. Annie, she's, her back hurts so much because she did get an epidural. Uh So, um, even though she said it, like it was too late and didn't help, but they did give her an epidural since she was in the hospital. Um, and she had some back pain and hip pain. I went and worked on her and the baby was also, they mentioned that he was doing a lot of like head turning to the right. Mm. He wasn't turning to the left. So when she was uh, breastfeeding, she was having some difficulty with them because every time they tried to turn his head to the left, he would like, he would cry. So I checked him too. Um, and uh, again, with babies, very, very gentle adjustment. It's literally, yeah. it was, it's like when you're evaluating them, it's with like the tips of your pinkies and it's like a couple of ounces, five, five, six ounces of pressure is even too much. So it's very, very gentle, but I worked on him and then he started turning his neck to the left. Aww. So, so two days, two days old, you know, like, um, is that your youngest patient to date? <laughs> two days old is the youngest at this point. So that's my record. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are the kind of things when you look at a baby, um, and you're like, well, why would I get uh, my child checked? at two days old or, you know, three weeks or a month or what, two months or whatever. It's those kind of things after, after delivery that they might've uh, experienced some kind of strain, you know, while being birthed, um, which is very normal. It's very common. Um, but, but it's very easily fixed in a, in a baby. It's like one little adjustment makes such a difference because if not, he might've had that you know, head stuck to the right for weeks, um, and start getting colicky and crying all the time. And he can't, you know, he's not feeding properly. So he starts losing weight. So it's like looking at those kind of things. And if you see those kind of things in in a baby, um, early on, those are the type of things you want to maybe think about, okay, it's time to take them in and just get them checked. Right. Well, and again, like you just said, like little things can change so much, like a breast, the breastfeeding journey, mm-hmm. the way they're gaining weight, like all those things. And I think a lot of yeah. times mamas don't necessarily think about having the baby adjusted, you know, after they've come, you know, earthside, because to them it's like, oh, but they're brand new. Yeah. So I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to do something wrong, but it's like, if it's the correct chiropractic care and they're you know, going to you or seeing a local chiropractor who knows what they're doing, who works with babies. Like you said, it's very little ounces of pressure and it's just yeah. to check what's happening. And it, it makes sense to me. It's like they have this hard journey, no matter what, you know, through the body. Absolutely. So they, you know, they could get a little contorted or, you know, whatever yeah. it would be. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're getting tugged on when they're leaving the birth canal, right? You're pushing right. and they're being pulled they're not just like popping out unless you're lucky and go and they right. just come out like right. that show I told you about last night. Yeah. So those babies are being pulled and that is not five or six ounces of pressure. That is pounds per pressure when you're pulling their neck like this and trying to get them out. That's gonna that could cause a strain for sure. And the other thing is I think new moms 
with when those things are going on, like the latching and babies like losing weight, they, they, they were obviously worried naturally. Um, and I think a lot of them tend to think it's like their fault, mm-hmm. you know, like I can't, you know, the baby's not feeding, there's something wrong with me or the baby's losing weight and I'm not giving them enough milk or whatever. Sometimes it could be the case. Maybe you're not giving enough milk or maybe you have mastitis and you can't feed them or whatever, but sometimes try to look at those things. Are they not turning their head? You know, are they not latching? Like, are they not like able to suck and root properly? Are they like super, super colicky? Those are the type of things that you want to get checked. Very simple. Right. And like you just said, I love it. You said a lot of moms think that it's them because I think that's true, especially new moms. Like second time, third time, at least you have a little bit of experience. Yeah. But when you're a first time mom, like I remember, I thought everything was my fault. Like, oh, this isn't happening. Why doesn't she want to latch? Oh, I I must not have this. Oh, this isn't working. Oh, that's not working. And you do. And then you blame yourself and the mom guilt sets in and everything else. And you don't think something as simple as, oh, let me get the baby checked and maybe adjusted could change things. And I've actually suggested that in so many of our mom groups that I'm in where, you know, moms are like, Oh my gosh, they won't stop mm-hmm. screaming. And they yeah. just so upset. And I'm like, just take them to your local chiropractor and have them checked and see if they're, you know, gassy or they're stuck. Yeah. Like, maybe it's past your control, you know? And yeah. so I think that's like, those are, you know, really, really good tips. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I'm, and I'm so happy for your patient. Cause I've obviously gotten to you know, before uh, all the social distancing happened, I got to mingle with her in the office yeah. and we talked about VBACs and empowerment and I'm so happy she got hers and it all went well and, you know, it makes me feel good like about mine and everything. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, 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 it's really cool. And like now that, you know, go, going back to the home stretch again, being 36 weeks to whatever it happened to obviously get to with whatever my full term with, you know, this baby girl is, what does that look like for me as far as like, you know, obviously continue care going in at weekly until Mm -hmm. I'm obviously there, but is there anything more that you look for that other moms should maybe know that, you know, are going to maybe go see, you know, their local chiropractor, like that they should know, like, Hey, this is what, you know, I look for when it comes to the end of the home stretch to give you the best optimal, you know, um, result potential in what's going on um the next few weeks are yeah they're gonna be for sure weekly if if not more if needed because at this point you know even even despite getting adjusted right you still are you still have that discomfort you have a belly it's pushing on your bladder it's harder (laughs) to move so we're trying to do everything we can to make those things easier but ultimately you are pregnant and, and still, you know, it still can be a challenge. So the next few weeks, as you know, will get a little tougher, but we're going to check you and keep making sure that, you know, that everything is where it needs to be <clears throat> checking the baby's position if possible. Um, which if you have a midwife or a doula or your OB you always do, but we, we like to, I like to feel um, every time you come in to see if there is any constraint, if they are too much on one side versus the other, we need to do a little ligament work. Um, And then the breathing, I think, is another big one. Um, Working on your diaphragm and your mid-back because those nerves go to your diaphragm and affect your breathing. So that's going to be an important thing during labor is being able to breathe properly. Yeah. (laughs) So working on that. And then then lastly, um, getting your neck checked and adjusted because – um, when you look at the nervous system, your sympathetics and your parasympathetics, we want to make sure those are, you know, working the right way during labor. Cause one, one side is going to be higher than the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to be in like a survival mode. You're, you're going to be focused. Sure. Yeah. So we want to make sure that's all functioning to the best that they can, um, without any like interruptions um so that's what we'll be focusing on the next few weeks making sure that everything is where it needs to be right. everything's where it needs to be everything's happening yeah. 
needs to happen. And so let's just say like for any mom that's, you know, listening that as a home stretch and their baby happens to turn or something doesn't look great with position all of a sudden or something changes, like I'm sure of course, most moms, you know, or especially even, you know, moms to be that have never been pregnant before go into panic mode because like, Mm -hmm. that's just like normal. What do you do like on your end when you see that? Because, you know, it Mm -hmm. is the end and you see that something has changed. So there is a technique called Webster technique. Um, It's a chiropractic technique. Um, I am certified in it. Um, And when a mom comes in with a malpositioning bridge baby, um, we, we follow this protocol. Um, There's certain patterns that you will find in these women. um, And we'll, we'll address those patterns. We'll work on those issues to try to, again, ultimately the goal there is to take pressure off, uh, pressure off the uterus and allow for there to be less torsion. You have less torsion and constriction, there's more opportunity for the baby to move, right? So that's what we're doing with those moms. And sometimes it's like week 38, <laughs> week 39, they're like, my baby's breached. Um, can you see me? Um, well, yes, of course I can. And they'll come in and I'll do whatever I can. But at that point, there's, there's no guarantee that, you know, that baby's going to turn with one visit. Right. We can definitely try one or two visits and it could happen. You know what I mean? But that's, but that's not a guarantee if you're coming in at 38, 39 weeks. Um, we have had some that like come in and right before delivery or they're like, if it doesn't turn, we're going to have to do a C-section. So like it does happen, but that's why you want to go in earlier, you know, and it doesn't have to be necessarily right when you get pregnant, like we encourage, but you still come in earlier. It's still going to give you the best, you know, chances of success. So yeah, there is a Webster technique that is in for. That's really cool. So it's something you do, something obviously you do and you're certified in but like you're saying, like, and, and you can try to obviously do your best if that is happening and that is occurring in the pregnancy. But obviously, if you come in earlier on, you're setting your body up basically for success and you're setting your body up to be able, like you said, to give the baby yeah. the, the room to move, to be able to position correctly and, and all of that. Yeah. Ultimately, that's, that's what you need to keep remembering is that that child that baby needs room to grow and room to move and if you do not have that there's going to be there's going to be various types of issues so um that's like that's one of the biggest things that I when I think about pregnancy Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously keeping yourself healthy eating right getting rest all that but as far as the womb and growing it growing like having that space for them. Right. And you do that by yeah, keeping everything properly aligned. Well, yeah. And like you said, that space for them. And I think that like, that's something to kind of like have women wrap their brains around because it's interesting. Like when, you know, of course you read different books, especially if you're talking about natural birth and you're thinking about like, you know, I want to do unmedicated and this and that, all these different scenarios, you know, in the affirmations you listen to and reading in the books and all these different, you know, especially midwives and this and that, talk about how your body is built for birth and how, you know, your body can do this. And I, and I think that is especially true. But like you said, there are many like myself who like need that space and need that help to be able to adjust their body. Because when I think back to Amelia, like she was so high until the end and she barely even dropped. And she like, barely flipped and she barely like it you know it was like very much like barely did any of the minimums of what your body's supposed to do but I was clueless and you know as my first pregnancy and I had no clue obviously now like after going through a c-section and everything I went through in a very long labor I was like okay (laughs) I just gotta figure out a better way to do this you know and obviously I know there's no like obvious like guarantees and like you know labor can still be long even though they do say most times this, this does help shorten it because your body like you said is in optimal position and knows what yeah. to do but i think it's just interesting how you said about the space because i think that, that that is maybe a disconnect for a lot of women especially for myself of being like okay my body is built to do this but like it doesn't hurt to be able 
to have that space yeah. created and have that help in like birthing and creating what I want. Absolutely. Um, and, and since you said space, you know, it's, uh, a, a good affirmation is probably something like, you know, I have a, I'm, I'm, I have a safe space and environment that I'm creating for my baby, you know, yeah. during your labor, because that's what you're trying to do. You're right. trying to create that space for them. It's part of you. You're naturally, your body naturally knows what to do, but there are these different hindrances that occur. And like I said, if prior to pregnancy, you've had issues posturally, you've had trauma, you've had accidents, you've had these different things, you've got these issues already that could potentially hinder um, and cause problems during birth. And then on top of that, now you're growing, you know, so creating that space, that good space for your child, um, it's, it's a good way to kind of like a good mindset to have. Yeah, no, I, I love that you said that. I'm like, Empowering too. Take that with me in the, yeah. in the empowerment. Yeah. And that's the other thing I've noticed in you is like, as we were talking yesterday, you like, despite everything going on in the world right now too, <laughs> um, you're like, you're really calm. You're, you're being very rational about like looking at your different options and your solutions. And, um, you just, you seem like you're a lot more empowered about what's going to happen. You know, you're like, I, you just, you feel it in your gut. Like you're like that you've done everything you can, um, to prepare for this birth, which yeah. is really awesome well, to, to see in here. Thank you. Well, and I even told Justin, you know, I said to him, I was like, you know, between like, you know, you as my chiropractor, my doula, Stacy, you know, my OB, Dr. Brock, like everyone has empowered me from the beginning that I can have it a back. Everyone has been saying it to me. And so I think that besides saying it to me now, especially working with you from the beginning and seeing my body do all the right things. And even Justin said, he's like, Oh my God, she's so low. Do you see where she is? Like, even he is like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, we're both like amazed by it because it's like, we just didn't experience this with Amelia. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, so I think to see the difference like visually and feel it and really feel my body and like know that my body and mind are working together is really empowering for me and really makes me feel like young, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this VBAC happen. Like I, I yeah. believe in myself. I believe in my body. I believe in my baby. I believe she knows what's up and mm -hmm. like, I'm putting myself in the most optimal position to be able to do that. Yeah. And I, and I wish it was like that for every woman in the yeah. world, you know, but we can just keep, keep educating and, and helping as many as we can so that they do feel more empowered and they do have more opportunities to have the birds that they want. So. Right. And that's why they like, you, we, you know, you and I said like the hashtag be back without fear. It's like, there's a reason like people really do hashtag that on social and push that affirmation because there is so much fear, you know, within that. And so many women that are told, you know, once C-section, always a C-section. And though that may be true for some, it doesn't have to be. And like you said, yeah. when you're given tools and you're given different ways to at least try to set your body up to a different, you know, state, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And that goes for anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there is fear is very easily yeah. put in all of us for well, so many different, as we've seen right, right now, you know what I mean? So, um, yes, sometimes it, sometimes there's just no choice, but there are more opportunities for you to have that birth and that delivery that you want than you, you may think. So it, yeah. it's out there for you. That support is out there for you. There's a lot of amazing docs, midwives, doulas, you know, um, OBs as well. So you just got to find the right people to, um, to work with. Yeah. You got to create your birth team and your space to be able to feel like set up and exactly. Like, okay. This is, you know, this is what we're doing. We're all on the same page and yeah, I completely agree with that. Well, and so that being said, obviously we're in a you know pandemic. There's a lot mm -hmm. going on with Corona and fear and all that. I know a lot of moms who are just getting pregnant or in their near, you know, nearly first trimester or just hitting second trimester. They're in total. I mean, I feel for them so much. They're in you know just total fear mode. They um, you know a lot of their appointments are getting canceled. Things are getting staggered because of everything changing. I want you to speak to you know, kind of what's come out about pregnancy and COVID-19 
and, you know, share, because I think that there's just so much fear and so much unknown for so many pregnant, you know, women right now that it's like so disheartening for them. Um, I, my heart really goes out to the moms right now. Um, there is, um, I, I'm friends with a few OBs and there's one particular, she, um, puts out a lot of good information and she's constantly, um, like updating us on what's going on on their side. And she, um, sent us some information from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and the basic stuff that's on that, um, on those resources page. Uh, and I can even send you the link and, you know, you can share yeah, with definitely. people. Um, there are a few things I don't agree with on there, but, but a lot of it, like, as far as like, uh, coronavirus, as far as COVID-19 and, and, you know, the, the safety of it, it's just, you know, some of the facts that are out there. Um, the first thing is that, um, pregnant women don't have any more severe symptoms. It does not show that they have any more severe symptoms than the general public. So, um, we're all kind of on the same boat as far as that goes. They're, they're not at higher risk, like, like the elderly population or immunocompromised. We have not found that. So that's good news there. Um, the recommendations are to take the same steps as the general public. So you want to continue to be doing whatever you're doing um, to keep yourself safe. That is obviously going to include washing your hands. That's the biggest thing we can do is wash our hands. Um, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth, especially if you're out in public, um, just staying at home if you don't need to go out, um, you know, keeping the, the distance and avoiding sick people. Um, so those are the basics, of course, and the, it, it goes for the same for pregnant women as everybody else. Um, as far as, like, changes in appointments and stuff, you know, that's really going to depend on the doctors and what what's going on with them? Are they doing telehealth appointments? Are they overwhelmed? Are they not seeing patients? You know, everybody's different. We've even had to, you know, we've had to modify our hours a little bit given the scenario. Um, and so we've spread out our patients. So it it does take more out of us. We are seeing less, you know, less people through the day, spending more time to be able to have that opportunity to clean and do all that stuff. So I can see, you know, why there might be some difficulties with appointments with the OBs. Um, as far as changes to your birth plan, um, that is going to be something that is going to be dependent on every single individual, like what you feel like is right for you and consulting your team, of course. Um, but whatever, whatever's going to work best for you. That's in in my opinion, that's what you need to do. However, you're most comfortable, however you feel the safest, safest. Um, a lot of people's birth plans are changing now. Um, but just try to have all your backups, try to do all your research and, um, again, do, do what feels right to you, whether it's your home birth, um, it's a hospital, whatever it may be, um, just make sure that you consult with all, all of your team. Um, and you know, you've got your backups and and stuff like that. Um, they, they suggest some stuff about like, make sure you're doing in the hospital. Again, (laughs) uh, we work with doulas and midwives and home births and the OBs that even work from home and all that. So I'm not going to discourage anybody from doing that. If, if, um, it's right for them. Um, and then of course they are, you know, limiting like visitors and stuff in the hospital. So that is something to be aware of. You do want to contact them if you are going to be giving birth in the hospital, or if that's your backup in case, you know, like you need to be transported to see like, okay, can my doula come in with me or are they considered a visitor? You know, um, is my husband able to be with me or, or not like things like that. So those are kind of things like you want to look into, before you're, before you have to go in, just so that you're aware and you're not panicking on the day when they go like, you know, your doula can't come in. You know what I mean? So just the kind of things that you want to look for, um, prior to the other thing is, um, if you do deliver at the hospital, um, finding out about like when you can be released 
that if you're good, and of course, again, that's going to depend on hospital policy and your doctor. Right. Um, but if you're healthy, baby's healthy, there's no, you know, issues, they may let you, they may release you sooner so you can go home, you know, and right. recover and be with the baby and at home. To, and don't have so, to be in the hospital concerned about being there with everything going on. Exactly. Be exposed, all that. They will, um, I'm pretty sure that if you're at the hospital, they, they will test you for the virus. Um, that's what they did with one of my moms the other day. Um, so they, they, I mean, they'll do that for you in the least, but yeah, these are the kind of questions you want to ask prior so that you can make your decision so that you're prepared so that you know, like, okay, if this isn't going to be that way, what, what can I do? How can I prepare for that? Like, for example, if they're not going to let your midwife or your chiropractor into the room, right? But okay, what am I? So what kind of things am I going to do? And what's my options? And how am I going to prepare mentally um, and emotionally for that? Since it's going to be different? I would ask those questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a good point is like to, to kind of have a list of questions that are important to you to ask. So you're not surprised and you don't walk in like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And then yeah. send yourself into more of an anxious place when you already obviously are going to be anxious no matter what giving birth because it's, it's just because that's what it is. So even if yeah. you're in the best mindset possible, like it's still, you know, a very intense experience. So you want to be educated and prepared to know. And I, and I think also like, you know, especially if you're, if you're later in the game here, like me, like calling and checking continuously, because for me, they've been changing policies since end of March every day. And it's like, there's no consistency right now. So yeah. being able to kind of keep yourself up in the loop of knowing, you know, what's going on versus just kind of going, Oh, well, that's, is that still true? You know, actually knowing the facts from your doctor or from the hospital and those policies will help set you up. And so like for, you know, when you were saying like, if they, you know, don't want your chiropractor in because you're considered a visitor or not essential and that kind of thing for moms that planned on like me that planned on like you being there, like, what do you suggest for, this is more obviously moms that are closer to delivery, but what do you suggest as far as like, okay, well, I want to still be set up and have my chiropractor, but I'm going to be in the hospital. Like what are some things that can be done to proactively feel like you're still doing the most? Um, I think first, make sure you ask those questions so you get the, your answers so you know what what you can and cannot do. Um, start with that because, for example, like you you and I were talking of me potentially being um, at, like, at the hospital with yeah. you, right? Like yeah. if you need to be adjusted. At this point, unless you're doing a home birth, they're, they're not going to let me come in. Right. We know that uh, with, with the hospital, right? So if you switch your plan and you, for example, go from hospital to home birth, that does increase your opportunities to have more of these people that you need there for you, right? That's one thing. Um, trying to get as many of your appointments and, and, and visits before, before labor too. So, um, you know, if you can get adjusted before or like if, if it's early enough in labor that you have time to get adjusted or for me to come there and, and work on you before you head off, you know, to give you that, um, um, give you everything you need before you go in. Um, what else? Are Just like stretches or anything at the hospital once you're there, you know, like that, you know, would help uh, kind of. I guess, like add into all the work that you've done with your chiropractor that you could, you know, that you should think about, like, obviously, like, you know, I know, like, no matter where I am, I'll have my ball because that's something mm-hmm. that is a tool and we've been using, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I've been using as well with my dual and everything to help keep me comfortable and also to stretch and everything else. And the whole nine yards, like, are there any, like, you know, little things that like you could maybe do in no matter what environment you're in that would help push, I guess, along the work that, you know, I've done with you or someone's done with their yeah. local chiropractor? Um, I think it's going to depend case by case. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball is a very good one. If you can take your ball in, uh, that way you're in different positions. And if you have a doula, um, that would be a great thing because they'll be able to kind of guide you into changing positions and being in the right position, 
based on the baby. So maybe you need to get on all fours or maybe you need to be on, you know, your back or maybe you need to be standing up. I, you know, I don't know. So if, if that opportunity is there, that, that will be good because they can help guide you during that time. Um, but the ball is a good, is another good one. And again, trying to get as many appointments possible with whatever it is right. that you, you know, you're doing for, for your birth plan uh, prior to going in, if you can't have them there. Right. Well, and if you go, and if you go into labor, you know, and you let your chiropractor know like, Hey, I'm in, you know, I'm in labor. Is it just kind of, um, I don't want to say like, uh, safety thing, but like, is it kind of just like a double check? Like, Hey, I'm going into labor, like might as well get another adjustment just to get adjusted. Cause like basically it really can't hurt. If anything, it's only going to help. Yeah. Because it's that, it's that last, like, you know, opening things up, um, before the baby comes. So, um, you know, we've had, we've had a few moms come in during, during labor, <laughs> like their contractions, but it's like, you know, uh, make sure it's like, okay, one last time, let me make sure your pelvis is aligned. Your sacrum is good. Your ligaments are, um, you know, not constrained, constricted and let's go. So right. just do one last check to give them that extra, you know, extra yeah. opportunity, extra boost. Yeah. When, when people come into labor to you and they're in contractions, is it like such a different type of appointment because they're like in actual contractions? Uh, it's definitely a much more like urgency to the yeah. appointment where you're like, and everybody else, you're like, you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> we need to see her. And you like the whole office, whoever's in there, you'll, they'll just be like, what's happening? Right. You know, like, right. is she really oh my God, she's in labor. Oh my God. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, don't worry about it. She's cool. Like, you know, you see her like laying like against the wall, kind of like huffing and puffing and she's like, I'm okay. good. And then gets adjusted and she's like, okay, I'm off. Right. And everybody's just like dumbfounded. Just <laughs> there going, what just happened? She's in labor. She's going to deliver a baby. Yeah. <laughs> she's good. Don't worry. Um, so that it's, it's a, it's a surreal experience when that happens. Um, that and the, you know, being at deliveries, it's pretty, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, because women go into their primal state and like really like find how they, you know, can birth. And and I mean, I remember that even with me, with Amelia, that was one thing I did get pretty in touch with. And Justin was like, the noises you were making, (laughs) oh my God. And I was like, yeah, because you go into this space of like, creating your safe space and like, you know, how do you feel and how are you protecting yourself and your baby and everything? And you do like you, it, it's wild. Like you do, like you change like your actual like transition in it and the way that you respond and the way your body responds is something that you really can't fully explain until you experience. Oh, for sure. Uh, when you, you know, coming from somebody who has not um, had a child yet being in that scenario and seeing what women are capable of and the things that occur, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, just, it's mind blowing. Every time, every time I go, I'm like left just amazed. Yeah. Well, and I bet too, like for you, you know, for like when you have a, want to have a child in the future, it's like, it kind of sets you up because you're like, okay, I see all the things. <laughs> you kind of get like a whole mix of everything to yeah. least kind of know like what you're personally getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Heard all the different, like, like you said, primal sounds that come yeah. out of a woman. You're just like, wow, I didn't know that you were capable of that, but it's right. Yeah. So, you know, I do live vicariously through, through all of you because I experience different situations, you know, the, the VBACs, the C-sections, the easy labors, the hard labors, all, all the different things. So and with each one, we take a little bit so that we can educate and empower the next patient that comes in too, you know? Yeah, so. totally. No. Yeah. I, I, and I, and I love that. Well, and going back to women that are, you know, kind of newly pregnant, you know, during this time, and very, you know, a lot of them I feel are very fearful and because of like, you know, what is being shared and things that aren't really being checked as far as information, mm-hmm. like what would be your suggestions to them and 
what would be um, obviously, like you said, like that, you're gonna give me that link and the, you know, ob object tricks and everything of, you know, what they're sharing and actual like real facts versus just like random news that comes out. But what are some things that maybe to make them have more peace of mind that they could be doing since you are very holistic and you are very natural in the way you go about things and your practice and everything? What are some things besides obviously the basics, wash your hands, you know, make sure social distancing, you're, you know, you know, yeah. you're in an area, you should be wearing a mask, wear a mask, all those things. What are some of the things that they can do, you know, at home um, that would maybe, you know, give their bodies, you know, a little bit um, more of a stronger immune or anything that like you would suggest that are like, hey, I would suggest this necessarily for you maybe anyways, but like, especially right, right. now. There is that state of fear and stress, which we all know, like fear and stress can actually make you more susceptible to the virus and other things because you're, you know, compromising your body. What would you suggest to those newly pregnant moms right now? Yeah. Um, a few things. Again, they are very basic, but especially during pregnancy, um, with, with something like this going on, um, the more stress that we have, and we have a lot of stress. Uh, and a pregnant woman is going to be double that, right? Um, the more stress you have, you get to this point where your body is not going to be able to to process it properly anymore. And it be, it goes into an overload. Your nervous system goes into an overload and chronic things start appearing. Um, so it's very important during this time, number one, for people to make sure that they're getting enough sleep. Um, and that's very crucial during pregnancy. Um, I know it can be difficult sometimes, especially as you, as a, your belly grows and, you know, you get closer to your due date, it's harder and harder, but whatever time you can take to rest and sleep, you take it because, um, sleep is one of the most crucial things as far as, um, allowing the body to recover. That's number one. Um, number two for the pregnant, for for the pregnant women, um, I would definitely recommend doing some kind of um, like meditation app on a daily basis. If you go online, there's a lot of different resources for pregnancy. There's like pregnancy meditations and like different little programs you can take um, that are going to prepare you and give you a, put you in a good mindset for delivery and labor. So you might want to check one of those out. If not, any app like Calm. Um, there's a whole bunch of other ones. I have yeah, like plenty of them on my phone and I'm like, yeah. I feel like this one today. Journey Live is one that I love. Journey Meditation. Yeah. Live guided meditations. Yeah. It's yes. like whatever your jam is for sure. Whatever, whatever, however you like to do it, silence, music, whatever. Um, start doing something, even if, if, even if it's five minutes a day, that is going to help you with a positive mindset and it's going to help relax you as well. Um, so you can process stress better. Thirdly, obviously, um, getting chiropractic care if you can. You know, a lot of people are staying at home. We want you to stay safe. Um, but most chiropractors are open. We, we are doctors, you know, and we are essential um, healthcare workers and businesses. And that's why a lot of us are staying open for these reasons. There's a lot of stress right now. There's, you know, uh, our priorities are our pregnant patients. Um, we have people that have been in trauma and car accidents. We have people that are getting injured that are at home, um, you know, um, in a lot of pain and in order to prevent them from going to the hospital and being exposed potentially to something or to, um, you know, put more strain on the doctors there, we're encouraging them to come to us. That's why we're staying open and we're doing all the things for you guys. Um, number four is eating well, eating clean. I know it's I know it's such a tough time right now because some days you just want to go screw it and I'm gonna just like I'm gonna eat chips and pizza and this and that. But and once in a while is okay. But for the women right now, it's really important to make sure you're getting you know um, more balanced meals, eating smaller multiple meals a day that are smaller so that it it doesn't um, cause acid reflux and difficulty breathing. Um, you know, eating lots of fruits and vegetables, um, making sure you're getting protein. That's very important, uh, especially for the moms that are like, they have uh, anemia, you know, which is very common during pregnancy. Um, 
there are different supplements you can take for immunity. Um, I can send you that. Um, yeah. Because during pregnancy, one thing you really want to be aware of when you're taking supplementation um, is herbs. There's, you know, there's there's herbal supplements and there's other type of vitamins that just have things like vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, things like that. And then there's herbal supplements that might have, um, you know, like golden seal or, or dandelion or whatever. Um, and so you want to consult your physicians on those because not all of those work during pregnancy. Some of them could cause contractions. Some of them are just contraindicated. Some of them are like, you know, maybe this semester, second or third semester, they're okay. So you want to, you want to consult all, uh, all, you know, any of us to make sure that that thing that you want to take, first of all, is okay. Um, and if not, what kind of substitutes might there be? So certain herbs to, to understand this, cause I didn't know this. So certain herbs that you take, like potentially because you're pregnant and your body's responding to things differently, depending on first trimester, second trimester, where you are, could actually change the way like your pregnancy could be going or it could actually bring on early contractions, things like that. So you want to actually check on all the different herbs that you're putting into your body before you actually just go ahead and kind of subscribe to like, Oh, I heard this supplement that is good for me. Okay. Yes. Especially if you're buying, um, like on your own, you're finding stuff online. Um, I, I had a patient, she, she, been seeing me for a long time and she also has a, a naturopath and he had recommended um some supplements for her and they were all herbal so they were kind of like um they had a combination of different herbs um and they they're all very good supplements but she got pregnant and we were talking about i don't know maybe it was immune supplements or something and um i told her to bring them in so we could check them and out of five of them, three out of five of them, she could not take. Like it was not okay because it they had certain herbs that are contraindicated during pregnancy. So it's like these are great supplements, but you cannot be taking these right now. Um, so put them aside. <laughs> these yeah. two are okay. They don't have anything that's dangerous right now that could be potentially harmful. That could cause miscarriage, you know, things like that. So she was able to take those and then put the others aside. So always make sure. You're, you're showing them, you're sharing just because it says like, whatever, it's a ginseng supplement doesn't mean that it's just that it's safe because it's good for you right now or that it doesn't have any other things that could potentially be harmful. So always get them checked. Okay. That's so, so really check your supplement list. Like, especially right now where people are feeling like they want to up this or they want to take this because of how they're feeling, they still need to really like check off what those supplements do and like how it could affect your body and your pregnancy, depending where you are in your, mm-hmm. in your trimesters. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are some of the, so there's some of the big things and I know they're kind of like obvious, but people are not, we're so stressed out and we have those good days and bad days right now. Like we're not, we're not thinking of the basics. We're right. not like, okay, let me just start with these and, and do these consistently um, so that it puts me in a better position. If you do the basics consistently, you are, you're already setting yourself up for success. Right. Um, but yeah, but if you can get, if you can get chiropractic care, um, get evaluated and especially the, the supplements, making sure you've got the right ones, um, that you're taking, those are two additional things that are going to help a lot. Yeah. Well, like I think you said, like the basics, like it's, it's true. It's like we sometimes forget, especially in this time about the basics of like the things that can just keep us sane and keep us safe and relatively keep us healthy. It's like, you forget about that because of the fear. I think, I mean, even of this and the constant news and everything in your face, you forget about like, Oh, but like, these are my five things that normally I would do. I need to make sure I really stick to that and then maybe add things to it to further help. Yeah, I think I think kind of creating little to-do lists for you um, throughout the pregnancy will be really great. Like kind of have like a weekly thing where you go, okay, these are the things I need to, I, I want to accomplish this week. Like these are the three things or the five things, right? Um, and these are the things that I'm going to do, the steps I take every day, uh, you know, walk for 30 minutes prep my meals, 
take my supplements, do my meditation, right? Like that, that's a very basic list, mm -hmm. but you have to think like, okay, right now I have to prep my body and, and take care of my, that's your priority right now, nothing else. So you, you create that daily list and no matter what happens, you make sure those things get done first. That's your priority for the day. Forget the laundry, forget the whatever, like do those. And then you've set yourself up for the rest of your day and you could do whatever else you want, you know? And then as you get used to starting to do, and I, and I do this with the business too. Like this is yeah. how I do my, like my setting up my goals and stuff and my daily four that I have to do no matter what. And it's like basic stuff like meditation, journaling, things like that. Yeah. So make sure you do those things and then you can go out the rest of your day. And then as you get used to that, then you can start putting things each week that you're going to do, for example, prep baby's room, or I need to make this list of supplies that I need to buy or whatever. And each week you can tackle something. So not only are you feeling organized and productive, um, it's giving you something to do, um, but you're not feeling so overwhelmed either. Yeah. Last right. But, and, and again, going back to basics, you don't want to be overwhelmed in, in regular life. And right now in our new normal per se, it's very easy for myself as well to feel yeah. overwhelmed and to feel suffocated by everything going on. So I think it's a really good message to say, go back to your basics and go yeah. back to that, for, that, that space you created that allows you to be able to get things done and allows you to keep your mind healthy and not just full of, you know, fear. Like I think it's inevitable for all of us to have fearful moments because of what's happening, but it's like finding that check-in of like being able to be like, okay, and then like release it. Like I've even said to you, like when I go in for my adjustments and my chiropractic care, like part of that for me really is like my self-care, not just in the sense of the adjustments and getting comfortable and adjusting for a VBAC, but also just to be able to like speak about everything and feel like I'm, you know, getting to vent and get things out and yeah. create that safe space back in my, you know, mind again and release any fears and, you know, feel like, okay, I'm doing the best for my body. Like you said, which when you are pregnant, that is the most, you know, not only responsible, but that, that is, that is like your main priority is your body. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, creating, creating that's, sense of space, uh, sense of safety for you, that sense of normalcy. Um, you want to, you want to do that ho however you can during this time, um, whatever works for you. Um, I think turning off, <laughs> turning off the news and, uh, if social media triggers you in different ways, try to minimize that time, unless you're following things that like make you feel good and happy if it's puppies and babies and like, I don't know, you like to follow interior design, whatever, whatever is going to be, make you feel good and be more positive. That's fine. Um, but try to limit the junk out there. Try to limit the news. It's, it's, it's too much. It's going to overload your nervous system, um, even more. Um, and then if you're still really struggling with a lot of emotions, I would definitely recommend, um, talking to a therapist right now, this would be a really good time for, um, what being pregnant and being in the, this time and this situation, I would probably talk to a therapist. And fortunately they, almost all of them are doing like the telehealth appointments, the right. virtual appointments. So uh, if you don't have one, find one. And I think it would just be good to be able to talk things out, like, you know, put your, um, put everything all your ducks in a row, get your emotions out, like be able to process them because we are all going through these emotions that are like roller coasters right now. Yeah. You know, like one day you're mad, one day you're disappointed, one day you're like, screw this, one day you're, you know, you're crying and, and I can't imagine being pregnant and dealing with that. So if yeah. you can find a therapist um, to do like the tele, the virtual appointments with right now, I think that's also another good thing to, to consider for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good tip because mental health obviously is so important. And like you even told me from the beginning of when I started seeing you, like my mind and my body really need to align and be in the same space. And yeah. so it's like taking that one step further, if your mind is having a really hard time, 
because of what's going on right now, which is understandable, if you need more help and you need to reach out to a therapist and have that, you know, mental health check-in is so important to do. Yeah. And that's what they're there for. And, you know, uh, on the one hand, we're spending less money on other stuff. So we have to put that instead on, on our health and make sure that we're staying healthy during this time so that when it's over, you know, we're, we're all good to go and ready to get back to everything. Right. Um, well, and our, health, our health really should be our number one priority, no matter what. And so exactly. like, a lot of people are learning, like you said, to kind of go back to basics and be like, okay, I need to like actually make this now a habit of mine and change the way, like you just said, how we spend money on other things, maybe don't consider to spend on our health. It's like, okay, but now because it's at the forefront, we're all concerned about our health, but really your health should be maintained always, no matter what. Exactly. So that would come out good on the other side as opposed to going, okay, now I need to, you know, now that we're done, I I need to lose 50 pounds and I got to stop eating sugar and like whatever and like work on my mental health. Try to do as much of it as you can now. Yeah. Right. Create those small habits now so that you know, when this is all over, we move into that space further and, you know, are able to be like, okay, you know, this is working, you know, for me. And I know I've set myself up and now I'm just only going to add to, you know, what's happening. So, so I know we need to uh, wrap things up here. So is there anything else you would want to leave, especially the, of course, the pregnant women with, but just in general, I guess, like from your holistic side, you know, chiropractic, all of that. Is there anything else that you would want to leave message wise to all of us to like consider or things to think about, you know, of that nature? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I think the most important thing is to remind yourselves that um, no matter what happens, you're going to get through this. Um, Your baby is coming one way or another. um, And at the end of it, you're going to be, you're going to be with your child and everything's going to be great. So just keep trying to stay as positive as you can. I know it's really hard some days, um, but keep doing those affirmations and keep doing the meditations and the daily steps for yourself to set yourself up for success. Um, and if you have any other questions about like supplementation or diet or any of those other things. If you need a chiropractor in your area, um, just reach out to me. Um, uh, my Instagram is healthwiseLA um, and just send me a message and, and we'll help you out the best we can. Yeah, I think that's great. And also, like you said, if you are local and you need to get in for chiropractic care, you guys are open because you yeah. are essential. So if they can call and see about getting an appointment. I know obviously pregnancy is the most, you know, important um, right now for you as far as patients are concerned and priority as well as, of course, anyone who's had heavy, you know, injuries and everything. Yes. Um, but, you know, in general, they can call you and say, you know, yes. hey, I can come in and get an appointment and you can try to see them. Absolutely. They can, they can message us, call us. We are open. We are taking all of the steps necessary to keep everybody safe. Appointments are spread out. We're wearing masks and gloves and things are spread out. Um, everything's being disinfected like before and after and throughout visits. So we are taking every measure we possibly can to keep our environment as safe as possible for you guys and as normal you know, a normal environment as possible for you so that you have some of that normal sense of normalcy when you come in here as opposed to the outside world. So yes, we'll, we'll do everything we can um, for anybody who needs to be seen. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Annie. And like, seriously, I tell everyone this, but like, I am so grateful that like you guys are open and I do have that support, especially obviously being at the end of my pregnancy in the home stretch, not just for physically comfort, obviously that's amazing, but also just the mental health piece and, you know, the self-care and all the things that, you know, I feel and having you part of my birth team, like being able to still, you know, go to you in this time, I just think is like such a game changer for me. And I feel the difference, you know, from 
mind, body, and soul, you know, every time, even when I might be like in a crisis, you know, fear mode, you know, in the last few weeks. So I just want to say that because I just think so many mamas need to consider, you know, if they're, if it's available to them, if obviously they're local and they can see you or if it's available in their area, it is something to heavily consider because just a simple, you know, having that check-in and that adjustment can really change the way you're feeling physically, but also mentally. Absolutely. And it's, it's been my pleasure, of course. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything with us. And like I said, guys, she's told you, you can find her at HealthWise LA for um, social media, for Instagram. And um, I will, of course, put that in the show notes as well as the website and everything. So if you do want to contact Dr. Annie, we'll put all that there and the links for all the information with pregnancy. And I'll also list out all the, um, you know, uh, maybe a couple different supplements uh, that Dr. Annie is going to give us as far as some little tips and hacks to keep in mind during this time. Is, is there any other um, sites or anything else that I should be uh, mentioning? Or I, I got it all. Um, I can't think of them all. Uh, oh, for, for the office? Um, yeah. yeah, just myhealthwisecairo.com. That's the website. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My health voice, Cairo. And then you can find her on Instagram. She is doing a lot more lives now since she has more time to create content. So she's sharing a lot of tips and different things with you guys. So, you know, if you aren't local and you just want to hop on their social and check things out, then, uh, you know, you can get a feel for Dr. Annie and also, um, you know, her practice and, you know, what she really believes and shares, which is really cool too. So you kind of get like a little mini crash course. Well, thank you, Dr. Annie, so much for being on. I, you know, I, uh, I'm glad we got to do this uh, regardless of social <laughs> distancing. Um, and uh, till next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.